listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Special Reports on Legal Talk Network. This is John Simic, and I'm the host for today's show, which is being recorded at ABA Tech Show 2016 in Chicago, Illinois. We have a special treat today. In honor of 30 years of Tech Show, our producers have set up this series of seven-minute interviews where our goal is to provide instant takeaways that provide immediate value for our listeners in the form of time savings, greater productivity, happier clients, an easier life, etc. Joining me to help in this venture, we have David Sparks, Katie Floyd, and Jeff Schoenberger. Today, they're speaking at the Mac Power Users Session. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having us. So in one sentence... Tell us about yourself, where you work, and what you do. Katie? Well, I'm an attorney. I practice primarily in the areas of estate planning. And in the evenings, I get to do the great Mac Power Users podcast with my pal, David Sparks. David? I'm a uh, business lawyer in Southern California, and I'm a nerd. (laughs) Jeff? I've been using Macs for over 11 years now, and I work with Affinity Consulting doing legal technology consulting for law firms. Great. So here are the rules. You have seven minutes to share valuable takeaways from your session. They must be instantly valuable to practitioners, and you can't exceed our time limit or else you get the buzzer. But that's not all. We're going to poll our listeners in social media to see how you did. How does that sound? Are you ready? Terrifying. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that you have a choice now, David. (laughs) Okay. Seven minutes of value starting now. First thing I think people need to do is get a hold of their email. We spend so much time dealing with our email, and we've become almost Pavlovian in our responses to our email. If you get the ding, you immediately have got to check and see what's going on. And most of the time, it's garbage. It's spam. It's somebody that you don't want to talk to. It's something that you have no interest in dealing with right now. So you've got to get that garbage out of your inbox and not deal with it in the first place. So in our session, we talk about a couple of tools that you can use to manage that, whether it's using a service that we like, like SaneBox, to automatically filter some of those things out of your email, whether it's setting up email rules, or just here's a big power tip, turn those notifications off uh, and only turn on select notifications for things like VIPs, both in Apple Mail and on iOS, as well as on your PCs. Outlook has the ability to set up notifications only for specific people or only for specific topics. So you're really only getting notified about the things that are the most important to you. So you don't have to waste that time with things that really aren't important. Okay, I got another one. It's calendars. As lawyers, calendars are really important to us, but I don't think a lot of people spend much time thinking how to make the best use of electronic calendars. I mean, I know I was in court recently, saw the guy with the little book in his pocket that he was writing things down. We live in the age of digital calendars, so a few tips you can do there. If you're on the Mac, you can actually put your travel time in your events now. So you can have it warn you when it's time to leave to your event. And I believe they have features like that available on Outlook on the PC. Uh, Another tip I would look at is trying to schedule tentative events. Like, for instance, if you've got a client and you send them an email and say, are you available to meet next Tuesday at 10 o'clock? I have a little trick where I create an event when I send the offer out, but I put a question mark before it. So I'll say, question mark, lunch with John next Tuesday. And then as I'm getting other appointments sent to me, I can know that I've at least reserved that time for John. Doesn't mean necessarily he's going to take it. And if he takes it, I remove the question mark. Another thing I would do is create a separate calendar for your routine. As lawyers, we have a lot of routine stuff we do. You know, maybe it's lunch appointments or commutes or whatever. We always are underestimating how much time we have to work on things. So I think if you can kind of block out your time a little better, it gives you a more realistic approach. And then the last tip I'll give on calendars is block real big events. If you have a summary judgment motion, just set a day aside to write it and you'll feel so much better. 
Uh, one of the other things lawyers do a lot is we read. So we could have people out there printing everything, or you can use the built-in functionality in the Mac to make PDFs, and you can do that on iOS now, so you can print to a PDF in iOS and open iBooks and read. And on top of that, one of the great things that you're also able to do is there are reading services. Maybe a lot of your listeners have heard of Instapaper or Pocket or something like that. So they can put together what they need to read and then either send it to their Kindle, read it on their iPad, and they're not chained to their desk when they need to get something done. One of the other tips that we're going to talk about in our session is trying to maximize the amount of time that you have. So wouldn't it be great if you could do more in less? One of the things that we have to do in Florida, and I'm sure that people have to do across the state, is we have to get a lot of these continuing education requirements in. Or, you know, they're just things that I want to listen to to get more information, whether it's podcasts or whether it's audio CLEs or books on tape or other information. And, you know, sometimes I can process this information a little faster than people want to deliver it to me, especially with those CLEs. People tend to go on and on and on and a little slow. Well, you can speed that stuff up. And we talk in our session about a couple of ways that you can speed it up. One of the ways you can do it is one of my favorite podcast app, Overcast, just released version 2.5, that if you're a Patreon of Overcast, you can now have the ability to upload those audio files directly into Overcast, which means you can now listen to them in faster than real time. So you can speed them up to 1.25, 1.5, if you're getting adventurous, even two times real speed. And you can strip the silence from it, which means you can listen to some of these um, audio books and CLEs and things of that nature in faster than real time, so maximize the amount of time that you can get things done. And if you're in one of those states that still delivers those CLEs in CD format, which I am in too, you can take those CDs, rip them into iTunes, tell iTunes that it's set up as an audiobook, and get those into your audiobook workflow system. The Apple's iBooks app, which also gives you the ability to listen to audiobooks, will let you crank up the speed on those as well. There's also a great third-party utility called Audiobook Builder that will streamline that process I, for I you. bet their voice sounds pretty crazy when it goes double speed. It's not too chipmunky, <laughs> but it, it, you, you gotta you got to ramp yourself up slowly. <laughs> don't, don't just jump into 2x speed. Yeah, it used to be that it would always raise the, the pitch, but it doesn't do that anymore. Huh. Another great tip, and this one is really for Mac lawyers out there. There's an application called Hazel for the Mac. And it's like the Swiss Army knife. It puts things away, it files documents for you. As lawyers, you can automate your process so much easier. This is kind of a nerdy thing, but if you spend a little time doing it, it's really amazing. As an example, I've got these scripts built into my computer. When I scan a document, it conducts what they call optical character recognition. We can talk about this stuff. We're a tech show, right? Mm -hmm. So the, uh, the document gets scanned. The computer can read the document, and they can look at the content. So it can say, oh, this is the Roadrunner versus Coyote case. It can go ahead and put a date stamp on it. It can give it a label, and then it can file the document in the Roadrunner versus Coyote file on the network. So all that stuff that you used to have to have a human do is now done as soon as you press the button on your scanner and you scan it into your device. Super useful. Once you set it up, you, you just won't believe how much uh, time it saves. A little over a minute left. One of the great things that I found out after I spent $300, so learn from my mistake, is that you can use a program called Duet. So if you're either a Mac or a PC using lawyer and you have an iPad, you just buy this $10 program and you've suddenly got dual monitors. A lot of us, I assume, work at our desks with dual monitors. If you want to take that on the road, like you're a tech show or someplace else, and you don't want to carry the $300 Asus 1080p monitor that I bought from Amazon, just use the iPad that you already owned. Learn from my mistake. <laughs> And the last takeaway in the few seconds that we have left is I would say curb your notifications. You don't have to have notifications for every app on your phone or on your watch or on your iPad just because it wants to send you notifications. If you go into the preferences, you can turn those off. And even if you have kid devices, 
Turn those off. You don't need to know every time your kid wants to buy a bag of gold coins or something. Turn it off. Well, congratulations. You made it with time to spare. Woohoo. If the listeners have questions or wish to follow up, how can they reach you? Jeff? Twitter at J-R-S-C-H is probably the fastest way for them. David? I'm on the web at MacSparky.com, and I'm also at our website for our podcast, MacPowerUsers.com. And Katie? You can find me at katiefloyd.com or I'm Katie Floyd, K-A-T-I-E-F-L-O-Y-D on Twitter. This has been another edition of Special Reports. I'm John Simic. Next time, thank you for listening. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank you.